are now listening to Real Talk with Mr. Q, the War Machine. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Real Talk. I'm your host, Mr. Q, the War Machine. Thank you for joining me wherever you might be. Taking five minutes, five seconds out of your busy schedule. Thank you again. Thank you so much. Um, Today's podcast is going to be focused on the differences between black business and white business. How black people and white people approach business to a point. This idea just came to me. I'm going to read this article. I'm not going to read it in total, whole article, but if you haven't heard... It's uh, Jay-Z and Will Smith team up to invest $165 million in startup that help low-income families own homes. This uh, tech startup is Landis in hopes, the company's name Landless, is hope to change unique rent-to-own sale model. Yes, I said rent-to-own model to that allow clients to purchase property if they're able to qualify for a mortgage now this story came out about a week ago to a point and i just not getting around to it so just got to deal with me you know deal with it you know give me you know, give me some uh um leeway on it because i really didn't think about it until today <clears throat> i was sitting there excuse me thinking about business in general how we as people, melanin people, how we treat each other in business. Now, that's a good thing. I know people may say, well, what you about to say is something negative. Like, no. But we all know if you ever have it rent to own, that it's pitfalls in that. And it's still subjugated to the landowner or the person who owns the property. You see what I'm saying? Because uh I got two stories, uh, maybe probably three, but a couple of stories that I can sit here and talk to you about because of personal experiences of how rent to own don't work out, even though when you do do what you're supposed to do and uh, it don't work out and the landowner or the landlord screws you over and take your money. That has happened. You know, or sit down and lie on you, tell you didn't pay your rent, got all your receipts and shit. And then a motherfucker gonna sit up here and talk about you owe this or change the rules in the agreement. That's the pitfalls of rent-to-own model of buying a house. Because they sit there and say, oh, well, half of your rent after certain types of, you know, hurt a certain term of the, the lease, uh, normally two years. That's the going rate, two, probably two to three years. Oh, you know, we'll take half of the rent and apply it towards your down payment. Plus, that allows you to get uh, the, the necessary uh, finances for you to buy. Man, that's a bunch of bullshit. And it is. Because you go through too many hoops and loops and all this shit. And, again, again dealing with shady landlords. The model is nothing new. The reason why it's not nothing new because it's been out for a couple of years. And it was the rave back in the day to a point when people couldn't afford 
to buy the house right out, you know, hang. They they rent the home. And some people had some good things. And like myself, I like I said, a couple of folks I know, they had some bad run-ins. And more bad run-ins than anything, because you you know, you always trust you at the trust of the landlord of what the landlord is gonna do. And even though the landlord and some landlords so low down that even though you're renting to own, they won't keep the property up. They, you have to keep the property up. They want you to just pay extra out of their pocket for them to come and change and do things. All this old foolishness that's supposed to be in the lease itself, they'll change the rules. Or they just downright just sell the house underneath you and say, hey, you gotta get out. So that puts you back in a bind. That's why this business model is flawed because it's based on faith, good faith. Good faith that you're gonna pay your rent on time and good faith that the landlord is gonna honor the agreement once set time is expired, so forth and whatever. And when they say, ah oh, man, you know, they start shading, start making side deals and you don't know nothing about it, you gotta pack up and get the hell out. And sometimes you don't even get full 30 days, you gotta pack out in two weeks. So, um, I know people are gonna say, well, that's at least that's something, but no, it's not. It's really just a bandage or re no correction, a new improvement of the bandage that most of us in the black community or low income black people have to face. Because again, you go through all the nonsense, get set back. Landlord don't do their thing, set back. You lose your job, that's a setback. So it's a you know, it's not really guaranteed to a point you know so that's why i say you know yeah it's good 162 million dollars that's cool that's proof that yeah whatever but the model is nothing different you still have to have good faith on both ends and if that faith broke either or whether it's you not paying your rent or that landlord not keeping up on that property and keeping his or her agreement or the property land contract company keeping up you're gonna be stuck out the door you know that's just my take on it i know i was saying about also about other business practices um it just dawned on me people that um how we as black folks approach business and i just asked this question i was in prayer with the most high and I just, you know once he gave me like the overview that yeah we have million dollar, billion dollar slave. Okay, fine, but okay, that just wasn't good enough for me. So I just, you know, I, I asked again and press it, you know, Abba, Father, you know, why is it that it's so hard for us to do business with each other? What's wrong? Why we cannot do business with one another? And just in prayer, just you just show me that a lot of times. And this has been true a lot of times that our people, once we get in business, we start off doing what's right, but we make illegal and unethical business deals that catapult us to our riches. Because most of it's not based on hard work or being at the right time, right place at the right time, excuse me for saying that. 
being at the right place at the right time. It's just these folks and did some underhanded stuff. And I said, ah, oh, there you go, Mr. Q. You trying to put people down? Like, no. I'm just saying what the Most High was telling me in my prayer. Well, I just asked a simple question. Or it, it, it's people that's jealous. You know, we got, you know, the basic jealous envy, all that stuff. But most of it is that most people start off wanting to do business and then they take shortcuts. And those shortcuts are not legal shortcuts. They're shortcuts that, hey, I can do this in order to get this. And then when I get up there, I can turn around and look at the people and say, look at me, I made it. Because, you know, I was wondering like, like different projects and stuff that I'm working on. A lot of times I've gotten turned down because of, of course, you gotta go to, you know, Mr. Mr. Uh, Mr. Henry and Miss Miss Karen and all these folks to try to get money. They normally turn you down. I'm like, it would be nice to work with a brother, or sister on a project like this. And I was just asked, like I said, I asked a simple question. The pressure got wise and so hard beyond the jealousy and the envy part. So he just took me right on in there and said, you know, it's it's unethical business practices. That's why you can't get certain people to do. That's why you see certain people up there and like, man, they doing this. But if you really start trying to work business with them, they sit up there and say, oh, well, you know, working with the black community is a bad risk. Ain't no money going to come out of it. Now, we all have been heard and uh, been told and heard that black, the black community as a whole here in America is, what, $1.3 or $1.7 trillion annually. So, you know, if that's the case, I don't see much the risk. But it's, the real risk is this here, people, that they don't want to be exposed for the practices that they learn from mixed company in business. Because, you know, we all have said, I've said it too, business is business, but it's not. It's just bad business. It's like this here. It's not that they had an idea that worked. As I said earlier, they had an idea and they cut corners and they was willing to sell or do anything and everything possible to get there. They threw every, all morals and everything out the door, said, I'm going to do this because I want to be successful. And we chop it up as being successful and part of business, but it's not. And that's why you can't see these people, these millionaires and billionaires, really coming back to the black community and giving when I say give, meaning giving their time and energy to help other blacks because it will unravel the unethical business practices that they've done in the past that have skyrocketed into what we see their present success. So I'm like, damn, that's that's deep. That's that's some deep stuff. Because it, it's like this, I put it like this in a simple form as well. Say for instance, I was talking to this this guy who did music, right? And he also worked on soundtracks. And I had this story for uh, a script or play or whatever. And I just talked to him, hey man, I was you know throwing out some, some simple ideas, but the dude was really feeling what I was saying. You know, I said, okay, cool, dude, whatever, man. You know, months go by, we don't even see each other again. And when we run up on him, he said, hey man, hey, I got that for you. He'd be like, what you mean you got it? What you, what you talking about? I got, I got this beat on what you listen to. All right, cool. You listen to it. 
right? And you feeling it like, yo, man, that's that, that's a that's a dope vibe, man. That's 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 good, man. You did it. What's this for? He said, man, remember that you know, the idea you was pitching to me about a month ago, a couple months back? Yeah, you know, man, I was, but it was just an idea. I said, well, did you, you know, did you go ahead and do, you know, I did but damn, I got a little sum of it down. He said, yo, go ahead and do that. We can make this happen. Now, the dude who just gave the idea to the guy, just in passing, didn't expect, one, the friend or the associate to, hey, go back and make a beat for it. That inspired him to make a new beat or a new soundtrack. Also, he said, hey, did you follow up on your thing? I did a little bit. He said, hey, go ahead and complete that. We can do this. You see, that's what I'm saying. The positive, the creativity is lacking among us. Now, it always be like it's always a certain group of people and not this certain group of people. And then really, it's just lack of creativity and trust among one another. Now, the brother could took an idea and took the beat and went on about his business. But instead, he found the dude. I know, I know this is a fictional story. It's not nothing actually happened. This is fictional. But the person came back to him in the story and said, hey, mate, hey, this was something that you gave me off an idea. I was inspired to make this. Did you finish what you was talking about? Oh, my God, this dude, finish that. We can put this together and make money. Why is it, now that's fictional, why is it so hard for us to do that and always do it and be content when we're doing it? One, like again, people's spirit ain't right. And two, the, you know, the, 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 the chase for fame is so great that they'll cut corners in doing anything that I've, I've done to a point, if I cut corners, I had to go back and redo it because eventually it wasn't going to hold up the car. However, now that's the thing that we as black people have incorporated as business practices. It's okay to do a little illegal stuff to your own people. That's why we can't get ahead. Like I said, minus the emotional part of the jealousy and envy and stuff, but it's the creativity part. We don't celebrate the creativity part of another person. Now, again, in that fictional story, the brother could have came and took the idea, but instead, he was inspired. He finished something. He met up with the dude again, said, hey, did you finish that part, the thing you were telling me about? Listen to this. That can go with that. Let's do this. He didn't say, well, hell, fuck, I'm going to take it and do it myself. Hell with you. And then the dude come back, years like, yo, I had the idea, but that dude right there stole it. And that's another thing that I've noticed among us that we are great thieves when it comes to creativity. Great thieves. But not true, original, authentic creators. But we steal people's ideas. I remember when, um, in closing, I was remembering when uh, Tyler Perry had opened up his movie theater. And I heard everybody say, oh, Tyler Perry's gonna promote this and that and whatever, whatever. But even Tyler Perry, he said himself, you told him you send him, him a script, he might take the idea from you. Could that let you know that he's not a real creator? Because people who really create don't take from someone else because they are comfortable 
in their own creations. But when a person is not comfortable in their skin or in their own creations or what they're trying to do, they will eventually steal or infringe and take other people's ideas. And that's sad, especially for us in our community, especially for us. You know, that story, even though it's fictional, I wish that it would come would come true in some, in some form or fashion. And I know people say, well, it's certain people, but then that also goes back to that notion of birds of a feather flocking together type thing because most of the people up in the upper part of anything that you're trying to get in from sports to movies to music, theater, whatever the hell, there's always somebody there that has some dirt on them. But a person that's really creative, really have their creative power, a lot of times they shut them out because, again, it will expose light on them that they wasn't really a creator, that they stole something from somebody. You know, that's why, again, uh, again going back to a lot of these people, these so-called stars and people that has money and business people, why is it they can't come back and and invest into the community because it will expose them because the very mixed company that they learn business practices from will expose them for the ill-gotten practices or unethical practices that they did or showed them how to get the money in the first place. So it's like, damn. So what are you supposed to do? Well, you just keep doing what you got to do. Keep promoting keep doing what you have to do but it makes sense now so you can stop all the oh why we can't get this and we need our own this and uh, we need to do all this you know like you having church up in something but really be honest you just answer your own question your own people have learned the ill ethical practices from the mixed company and now when they try to use it to try to take their ill-gotten practices and apply it to a positive, it'll expose the negative that they had to use to get it. That's why everybody, if you don't believe me, every time somebody try to do something, what they do? Let's get, let's look at the taxes. Did they pay their taxes? Oh, they didn't pay their taxes. Next thing you know, they're off to jail. Or they gotta make some damn type of agreement to pay the money back to spare themselves some jail time. I'm just saying, people, I mean, business can be done ethical. There's enough money to make money to do. There are always going to be two sides. It's just there's not a lot of good people in the good column to do business because they're not in a position to distribute the money to everybody, if that makes sense. But everybody can do something illegal, or we can, do, we, we can cut a deal. Uh, we can make this deal happen and it happened and you be looking like bam so and so made such a such my god that's a lot of money man I can't wait till I get up there and do my thing and then years later you sit up here and you see these people going through bankruptcy or like they're going off to jail for tax evasion because again the things that they've gotten or the, the business structure or what they was using eventually allowed them to get well and somebody went and told something or they just got a little too greedy and that's all 
what people that was just my thing about bit you know again i could just be talking on the side of my mouth but it was just something i just prayed about just something that you know i just was on my heart because like i know that i'm not the only person out here who has actual creative juices that want to do something and you want to work with certain people and but these people this person here don't want to work with you because x y and z and you really ain't on that you're just trying to create and a lot of people just on like i just want to create make this thing happen boom 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 let's go and make it happen but you have people who know that they was got their position based on unethical practices they lied they cheated they didn't work hard they lied and cheated that's the hard work they did they done things they gave up things they told things in order to get favors in order to get ahead and it's just to the normal person on the outside all spruced up he's like they they're successful but they threw a lot of people under the bus to get to that success that's all i'm just saying people i'm not saying that that's what's going to happen in that thing what i was saying earlier at the top of the podcast about jay-z and will smith that's not it i'm just that part is just part of business of how we tend to either use or we fabricate or um put a different spin on a model that has been out for a minute and a lot of people have lost their shirt on certain things and it's like okay we get a couple people look like us da-da, and it should work and a lot of people we line it up in drone hey they we could but if you actually had to go through certain things, you'd be like, nah, I don't want to go through that. I'm just, I'm, you know, and it's, again, it leaves people with a bitter taste in their mouth. So that, that's all I got to say about that, people. Again, I'm your host, Mr. Q. This has been Real Talk. Come on back for another episode. Be safe, be vigilant. Till next time, I'm out. This was the War Machine. Real talk with Mr. Q. Don't forget to join us next time.